0: Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson, and I'm here with Austin. He plays Leon on Waverly Summer with the Make Believe team on Twitch. He's a therapist, a game writer, and designer, which likely helps him with his other role as co-host of the Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, where he and two other hosts join together weekly to laugh, cry, and answer the big questions like, why Saturday morning for cartoons? (laughs) I love that. Um, <laughs> hey, Austin, thanks for coming on the show. How are you?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm doing I'm doing pretty all right. Can't complain too much. Um, it's, uh, it's been a good day. And now I'm here.
0: Yay, yeah. <laughs> it's always fun to, like, come talk about Sailor Moon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, I, you were like, you want to talk about Sailor Moon? I was like, yeah, I will absolutely come talk about Sailor Moon. I will <laughs> yeah. absolutely come do that.
0: <laughs> yeah talk about nerd mysteries and sailor moon (laughs) (laughs) um so speaking of sailor moon what's your first memory of watching sailor moon
1: so my first memory of watching so they when they first tried to air sailor moon in the states they tried airing it on fox like fox kids Mm -hmm. um and i remember seeing it I remember seeing... So, it's not the first time I watching. I remember watching ads for it on Fox. Because um, they were going to try and run it there. And they, they didn't. They ran, like, the pilot, and then it never aired there again. <laughs> um So, the first episode I remember seeing is... It was on Toonami. I feel like for a lot of people in their, like, mid to late 20s, early 30s, like, it was Toonami on Cartoon Network. Um... And it wasn't, it actually wasn't the first episode. I remember, the first episode I remember seeing is the episode where you meet um, Sailor Mercury. Uh, and I don't know if I, if they started there for tsunami. I don't know if like, I just wasn't watching TV when it came on, but that was the first episode I saw. Um, I didn't actually see the first, like, few episodes leading up to her until I was like a teenager and went back to like rewatch the series and i was like oh wait i've never seen these episodes of like um serena usagi by herself
0: right (laughs) that's super cool so wait so what was the gap between that original fox viewing and like seeing that again
1: uh it's gotta be like it has to be like a few months to if not year or more because I think like mm. the gap between those happening is like a few months to year plus right um so it was it was a while um and it wasn't like the the promos seemed interesting I hadn't really watched anime yet so mm-hmm. it was also like I didn't know like my kid brain didn't know what to make of it
0: <laughs> um
1: because I hadn't even well. watched like I didn't think I was watching Pokemon yet. Like, I was still only watching, like, American cartoons.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I definitely relate to that. I think so many of us were just like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, specifically about The Other Moon, like, how did you feel? What were you thinking when you, I guess, this maybe the second time around you watched it? Because it seems mm-hmm. like that's kind of when you really delved into it.
1: I thought it was, I thought it was really cool because it was, like, magic and fighting and school like it there wasn't the only thing close to it else that i watched was carcaptor sakura
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is very similar because it's like magic and fighting in school um so i thought i don't know it was like really awesome that because like the other anime out that i was watching was like dragon ball z uh mm-hmm. and pokemon and like sailor moon felt really grounded Because they were meant to be, like, in the real world. Like, Dragon Ball Z, they're, like, clearly not on Earth, you know? Mm -hmm. Or not on Earth as we know it. Right. And then Pokemon is, like, also, like, clearly not Earth as we know it. But Sailor Moon was, like... Tokyo. Tokyo, It's, like, (laughs) it's it's a place that I didn't know existed before Sailor Moon, but it's a place that exists, apparently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember telling my grandpa... No, I was talking to my grandma about it. My grandpa overhauled this. My grandpa was in World War Two, And he was like, you know that's a place, right? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, Japan's like... That's how I like learned there are like, countries. Because I was like six.
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> Especially like him being in World War Two. He's like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> you, know, like, you, know? <laughs> so, you
1: know? It's like a place that people go to. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I just remember thinking it was really cool that they like got to have like these cool magic powers and they got to do cool power-ups and then they also like went to school and had like friends and dates and stuff like it was like it was the first thing that I was like you could do but bo- it was really like the first introduction I had even to like um the idea of a superhero because they were like they're like superheroes right they're just mm-hmm. like spider-man or batman like they have like a civilian life they have to upkeep and they're also like superheroes in secret
0: right yeah a lot of people um it took me a while it wasn't until like a few years ago i was like wait yeah sailor moon is like this their scouts are really superheroes like they have secret identities they have superpowers like there's nothing really that separates them from mm-hmm. you know another superhero from marvel or dc or whoever that has magical powers like there's nothing really separates them from like dr strange you know
1: <laughs> right well so. even like um mm-hmm. sailor v like sailor v mm-hmm. is like they call I, I'm pretty sure they call her like a superhero, even in like yeah. the new dubs and subs. Like, she is in like the papers as like this cool superhero they have.
0: Yeah, like this masked vigilante too. Even like <laughs> even they're kind of like vigilantes too. I think that's yeah. funny because <laughs> I think we just associate vigilanteism with um like darkness and like Batman, mm. but it's like technically yeah <laughs> them too. Oh, that's really really cool. Yeah, that's the one thing too I love about um anime i think at least for me and i think for other people too is that it really opened my idea my mind to like a world outside of my like state or country or it's like Mm -hmm. oh like there are other countries like you said like there's places i could go there's other cultures like Mm -hmm. and just things i might probably would have learned later on but Mm -hmm. it was cool to get that earlier on just open your horizons a little bit right yeah Oh, Do you have a favorite scout/senshi? slash senchi?
1: Uh yeah, it's Ray. It's Sailor ah. Mars. Uh if yeah, if if anyone um it's it's Sailor Mars. <laughs> she's so cool.
0: That's so funny. Is there um another reason besides her being cool? She is really cool like the the heels and everything. I'm just like, yeah, she's awesome. But is there any other reason?
1: I like that she is so um She's very sure of herself, I guess. She's, she is not, uh, I don't know. She's like very sure of herself and she's very sure that she's awesome and she's very sure that she's a badass. Um, and I like her as like in that role, you know? Um, especially cause like when you, for, when you watch her the first time, like you get Sailor Moon and it's just her and then you get Sailor Mercury and then you get Sailor Mars and they're like the three for a bit.
0: Right.
1: Um, and I don't know, she's, I like what she brings to the team in that, like, uh, it's almost like confident stubbornness, because, like, right? Because, like, Sailor Moon Usagi is, like, stubborn and also not confident. Um, but Rei is, like, I don't know, She she's that person who walks into the room, and regardless if people think, she's, like, I don't know if I can swear. (laughs) No, you can. You
0: can. Go for it. Regardless of
1: people think she's hot shit or not, like, she's like, I know I'm hot shit. And I was like, oh, man, she is hot shit, huh? Um, (laughs) And that's just, like, an aspiration.
0: Yeah, I agree. That is an aspiration for sure. You know what? I never thought about that before either. Just, like, you kind of get Usagi slash the other Moon, who's, like, this crybaby, crybaby stubborn, but kind of, like, not very assertive and then like you get sailor mercury who's also like not very assertive and like smart and like mm-hmm. then you just get sailor mars and it's like boom in your face yeah. <laughs> like... it, it it's so
1: it's so good it like yeah. those those like three i think couldn't do it without each other i mean that's like the whole that's like literally the whole point right right like, the whole point is like that none of them can do it without the team um but i don't know i feel like mars is such a key point to the early team because otherwise you have Sailor Mercury who is like I can figure anything out but then you have Sailor Moon who is like rewatching it like she's like insufferable at first
0: yeah, she is not about this sailor scout <laughs> life <laughs> she's at not all. about it
1: <laughs> um yeah. it's kind of funny to rewatch cuz like she's so not about it but then mm-hmm. like the a lot of the attacks and, like, transformation scenes, they use the same animation, which is, like... To save money makes sense. A lot of studios did that, especially then. But she looks so, like, confident in them because they have to use them later in the show when she is. And I'm like, it's such a funny juxtaposition.
0: Yeah, it's like, once she changes, she's like, ah, I don't want to fight this monster. <laughs> but she's, like, looking fierce in her transformation. Yeah. yeah. I always feel like... Because she always says the... Um, like Moon Prism Power with such mm-hmm. conviction too. Yeah, and I'm just like, what happened?
1: Yeah, wait. <laughs> like she gets this, like, ah, we need to run away.
0: Wait, <laughs> right? But you just had this whole thing. <laughs> you seemed like you were ready. Yeah. Oh, uh, that is cool. Now I um totally, totally get that, and you're so right. Like it truly is a team effort. Even Tuxedo Mask has a role.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's he's he is there.
0: Yeah, I mean. He serves as distraction, he serves as damsel in distress, and, <laughs> and emotional uh, support.
1: <laughs> I really love in the f- first episodes, because he doesn't... he Like, there's the meme of, like, he didn't do anything, but like in the first mm-hmm. episode, i like, I don't know, old boy literally shows up, throws a rose, he's like, Sailor Moon, you must do it. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's what I'm saying. He literally is like, distraction, and then gives you, like, a moral boost. Yeah, he's <laughs>
1: like... like out. Good, good <laughs> luck.
0: Yeah, like you can't even stay for the rest of the fight. Like,
1: <laughs> I threw my rose. You've got it
0: right. One rose per day. Like, was the, everyone gets one? Everybody, gets one. <laughs>
1: everybody gets one.
0: <laughs> Just one rose. Yeah, no, but you know, even he plays a role. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of that, um, I told you before, but I love the concept of this <laughs> Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's one of the things, like, where does Tuxedo Mask get all these roses from? Um, someone actually posted a, uh, a thing that Costco was having a sale on roses. It was <laughs> something. And I was like, is this where he gets it from? <laughs> 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 like, 100 roses for $40 or something.
1: <laughs> tuxedo Mask in line at Costco with, like, a cart full of just, like, 40, 40 boxes of dozens of roses.
0: Yay it's like wow this guy's really really nice to his girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever people are probably thinking and they're like nope he's just gonna throw them randomly <laughs> for the rest of the year <laughs> well, he's so-
1: gotta go home and like sharpen them right because they stick into the ground
0: oh yeah
1: that's he like a, a whole that's like a whole weekend thing
0: right it's like his like whole sunday afternoon <laughs> or sunday <laughs>
1: People like, like you wanna go you wanna go hang out? Ah, nah, man, I gotta go buy some roses and sharpen them. What? Right. I mean something normal. I meant I said something right. normal.
0: Yeah. Um another person, uh Constance G- Connie Gibbs or Constance Gibbs, who was on this podcast, we kinda talked about how he has to probably like scout locations ahead of time because <laughs> he always <laughs> shows up at like the randomest places, like on some billboard and it's like how did you get there? Like, you must have known that was there ahead of time. Like, you must be scouting these locations. He, just so, in case there's a fight there.
1: <laughs> I feel like what it is, is because, like, the episodes will start, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they'll be like, oh, there's there's the, clearly there's the hidden monster. That's clearly the monster. And I'd like to think he figures this out also day one, but doesn't tell Sailor Moon. He's like, well, now I gotta go scout where this <laughs> right? monster's hanging out so I can be in the perfect post-up and wait for the perfect moment to be like rose
0: i think you're absolutely right he's like this is probably where the next attack is going to be like this random like bike shop that opened that all these people are attracted to for some reason (laughs) (laughs) he's like all right there's a billboard there there's a light over there
1: hey man you've seen this (laughs) new store it only sells puppies right only sells puppies yeah only sells puppies and every single kid Goes in and comes out with 10 puppies, but then right. goes back for 10 more the next day. Right.
0: It's like, it's mm-hmm.
1: a megaverse. <laughs> Let me go get the blueprints to that store.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the schematics for the block. <laughs> but, um, speaking of which, so your podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, how did you come up with the idea for it? Or how did you and your two other co hosts come up with the idea?
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's me and one other. Um, okay. It's okay. me and my uh, good friend Brenda. Uh,. Mm-hmm. We So we've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. She We used to live in the same city. She's moved since, so we do it remote, um, which, thanks to the power of the internet, is not hard. Um, <laughs> but we have been talking about it for a while. We were like, we should do something about stuff we like, but not like, we both are fans of, it's defunct now, but there's a podcast called Nerdificent, Mm-hmm. And they did something similar, but they did more um, big properties, and it was usually it wasn't like always surface level, but it was usually stuff that wasn't too hard to find out, which is like fine. Um, and they would always have like a guy, and so like we kind of like that, and I was like something like that, but like more in depth and more like stuff that is obscure and stuff that like. Even if you googled this, you wouldn't like find this out. Like, this is like something we had to dig in for. Um, so yeah, we we talked about that for like a few months. Um, and then after she moved, my friend Brenda came and stayed with me for like four or five days to hang out and see like visit friends. And she moved away. Um, we talked about it again then, and then the pandemic started Uh, and we had a lot of time on our hands
0: (laughs) yeah for better or worse (laughs) yeah
1: um so it was literally like we were like we should do this already and then our state that we live in went into lockdown and we just like we're like let's do it next week and then we recorded our first episode and we've been doing it ever since um so yeah it was just like we both me and Brenda both are burdened with knowledge that is not relevant.
0: <laughs> I love that <laughs> so
1: we made we decided we make a show and make it relevant,
0: yeah, so to say it was relevant to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get that. I feel like I am a host of just random pop culture references sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. I so. mean, it's it's like you gotta like we we're like I may as well use it, like yeah. Why do I know? The last time I used a rubber suit for a Godzilla movie, I don't know. I know it. You may as well make an episode about it.
0: Yeah, why not? Use your powers for good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's
1: the that's the Sailor Scout.
0: Right? Yeah. I just noticed too. So um, to anyone listening, whenever a guest signs in, they can choose what their name is going to be. So you have Sailor Scout Austin, which is awesome. <laughs> I just noticed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I let, like like. I've been searching long for a new internet handle, because I've been, for a long time, I was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan, also, and so for a long time it was, like, a Sonic the Hedgehog reference, and I'm like, you know what? It's Sailor Moon now, so I've been changing everything to that, slowly. Uh, It's not available on Instagram, so I gotta think of something else, and I haven't checked for, like, my online gaming purposes yet.
0: Nice. Yeah, I've I've been wanting to do the same for mine, but, like... Everything sailor and Victoria is taken.
1: Yeah, it's rough. You like think Mm -hmm. you're like this is perfect for me, and you're like, and every other person thought of
0: that, right? And it's like sailor Victoria one, sailor Victoria two, sailor Victoria three hundred (laughs) and (laughs) ninety seven. Yeah,
1: even like I used to use like birth year. Like sometimes I get them with like sailor Scott Austin ninety one. Nope, taken. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. One day. One day. One day I'm gonna find it.
1: you'll just catch someone slipping
0: right the other thing is i feel like it's always like account that like they haven't used it in like 10 years like i right? created it once and like posted one tweet and i'm like just just give me this account they're not using it
1: take i wish there was a way to like petition for that yeah because the person that has the norm because my i have Silas Scott got austin on twitter but it's not it's phonetic it's not all spelled out Mm-hmm. And I wish I could, like, because I had the same thing. Like, I like have, like, four tweets from, like, 2010. And right. someone's like, message them. And I'm like, they clearly forgot this account exists. That Like, whoever made this made it and then immediately forgot it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were like, I'm going to try out this Twitter thing. And then they were like, eh, I don't like it. And just never came back.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Twi- like Twitter would be like, this account is defunct. Like, it's taking up space in yeah. your in your server somewhere
0: give it to me. Please. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I think 10 years without use. Especially if you like don't even have one sweet. Like come on. Come on. But um but I want to ask what's been your favorite nerd mystery that you guys have uncovered? Ooh. So far.
1: I am I'm quite fond of two episodes we've done. Uh back in season 1 actually. I'm fond of some episodes we have coming out, but they're not they might be out by the time this is out but they're not out as I'm talking to you gotcha um, so I'm quite fond of we did an episode on Space Jam which I'm quite fond of um, yeah. it's so good <laughs> it's such a good episode <laughs> of the, the podcast and we got into a lot of we talked about the history of Warner Brothers animated movies because that was, that was technically Warner Brothers animated movies Warner Brothers first ever animated movie Oh. Um, and since then they've made nothing but garbage <laughs> they, <laughs> they made like four bad animated movies After that to the point where they didn't make any more Animated movies Well no okay so they made Iron Giant Which is good but performed terribly mm. at box office
0: Yeah
1: Um, Which we I didn't know before I never looked into it
0: Yeah I just assumed it did well No like, Iron Giant it. failed
1: right. at box office It made no money <laughs> Wow. It made, like, $200,000 in profit, oh which is, like, no gosh. money. That is zero money.
0: That's, like, a salary of some rich person. <laughs> like, is, it's that, pretty bad for like, a
1: movie. Yeah, that's, ba- I'm like, that is the salary of the mid-level exec who approved this movie. Exactly, like,
0: it's, like, I could have just gave you skies and, like, saved us all time.
1: Um, oh, okay, three. I'm also really fond of our Saturday morning episode and our episode on Blade the movie franchise um just because like i we did a lot of our earlier episodes are i felt like they were like building blocks to get people to understand so like cassette on the morning episode we got into like how cartoons became a thing on tv influences like tv today still
0: Mm, that makes sense
1: um because the people who like pioneered that are like still like like those I'm like those dudes are still alive they're like the same old guys are still running networks um and so it's very it's just like very interesting to me and then Blade also just has like a bunch of stuff that like again if you don't dig in people don't find um which I won't belabor here but I I really enjoy those three episodes just because they all reveal something about stuff that I think is like everyone uh, everyone everyone knows what Space Jam is and they've never seen it. People have heard of Blade, even though they've never seen it, and every everyone has watched at least one Saturday morning cartoon um, yeah well, I guess some kids now don't get to, which is sad, but
0: yeah, they have like everyday all day cartoons, which doesn't feel as special
1: and it's it's not
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like you can watch it any anytime. Uh, what was your favorite? Do you have a favorite Saturday morning cartoon?
1: My favorite Saturday, my favorite Saturday morning cartoon that was like a Saturday morning cartoon, hmm. um, is probably Fillmore.
0: Oh yeah, that was good.
1: Uh, and I'm on a microphone to talk about Fillmore. I must ask Disney, where is Fillmore on Disney Plus? Facts. Where is Where is Fillmore? This is and this is not a question only I am asking. There are multiple websites with multiple (laughs) threads and forms about where is fillmore
0: there is a fillmore high for sure out there i see like a meme about him at least once every six months
1: (laughs) it's it's i just need to know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: fillmore was um one of the last saturday morning cartoons they made like ever like of any of anyone it was like one of the last i is one of the last or it was fillmore was the last Traditionally made Saturday morning cartoon. I hmm. will say for a fact, I'm pretty sure I remember that from researching. Um, and it just, it was a victim to Saturday morning cartoons dying. Um, so it, it's unfortunate because it, it was a pretty good show from what I remember. Yeah. I would like to rewatch it, but I can't because somebody <laughs> won't put it on their streaming service.
0: $2,000 a year, Disney exec. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that is a shame. And I'm like, I'm like, is that what happened to Saturday morning cartoons? They just got too real <laughs> Fillmore.
1: I mean, I could tell you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, oh, well. <laughs> if you want to know.
0: I do want to know.
1: So, what happened to Saturday morning cartoons is they were made, so they came on on Saturday, so kids could watch them, so they could sell toys. That was, right. they wanted to sell toys.
0: They were like, um, Saturday morning cartoons, toy store in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What a started to happen is parents were like so the first generation of kids goes through and then those kids start having kids and they grew up with set anywhere in cartoons and what happens is parents when they grow up and see their kids watching they realize this is all to sell toys to my kids Mm -hmm. um because their parents didn't grow up with cartoons so they just didn't have a context for it but when you're an adult watching a kid do a thing you can like step back and be like this is all the to sell toys um so adults justifiably got upset that studios were just like and like sh- putting their kids in like in front of all this advertisement um and they wanted educational stuff so a whole bunch of legal stuff happens there's like three different bills that go through essentially now networks have to air educational content for kids as well um and they have to do that to be a broadcast network because there was only broadcast TV at the time. Cable gets around this later on. Cable doesn't have to do this. To be a broadcast network, you have to have X amount of hours of educational entertainment for children. Um, So what networks would do is like put this stuff on Saturday, which is why they kept Saturday morning cartoons going even as cable became a thing because they needed it. So Fillmore was one. Recess, like, they would, get, they would do anything they could to make a show count as educational entertainment. Um, if you remember watching Saturday morning cartoons, sometimes in the corner there was that E slash I, which was them denoting that this was, like, fulfilling the need of this legislation so they could continue to be broadcast network TV. Um, the reason Saturday morning cartoons started dying off is, like, there's cable, kids can watch cartoons whenever they want, rise of the internet, rise of streaming networks are able to sell off their ei requirements to other networks so now there are like two channels that exist on special broadcast tv bandwidth that just play other networks ei content all day
0: Mm, that makes so much sense i would have never guessed that it's so funny how so many things that like shape our lives like this is my favorite show and like Mm -hmm. yeah this was only created because of this legislation that some parents pushed for yep that's it.
1: <laughs> if they didn't push for that, we wouldn't have had stuff like Fillmore and Recess or Pepperan even. Um, right. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah.
0: That,
1: that's why we had like the shows of kids being kids like that. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, we would have just kept getting like G.I. Joe type shows that were like, "This show exists, so you'll go buy the toy of the thing."
0: Yeah.
1: That's it. <laughs> why did we make this show? So you would go buy the toy. Go like right. Teenage Ninja Turtles only exist because they wanted to make toys. Right. Not the comic. The comic existed. Someone bought the rights to the comic and made a cartoon because some guy was like, I can sell toys of that, but first I need a cartoon.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a big 30-minute advertisement.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's a 22-minute advertisement. Right. That you can also make money off of because people pay to run ads while you're running your 22-minute ad. It's like...
0: You know? Yeah. I was just thinking that. I'm like, they are... <laughs> it's like exhibit. like You get ads on ads. Yeah,
1: like... <laughs> All right, play, all right, player, check this out. So we put ads on your ads.
0: Right. <laughs> it's like, we get a 22-minute commercial for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then we going put a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle commercial within that commercial.
1: Exactly. exactly. And kids, right. they have done so much research to prove that kids could not tell when the ad was happening and when the show was happening, because that's how they used to oh, do ads. Wow. It was just like, you're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then there's an ad featuring all of the characters, like buying nesquick or something
0: oh my gosh i never even thought of that i felt like i could always tell the difference but i mean still that would definitely have an impression on me i mean i still am very susceptible to ads so man well go parents yeah Hey, hey, (laughs) i like pepper ann
1: (laughs) (laughs) where's pepper ann disney plus
0: right that too she's like one in a million yeah and she's much too cool for seventh grade, but yeah. not too cool for Disney Plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the ad, the ad writes itself. Disney Plus, it really does. Just <laughs> hire us.
0: We have the tweets ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much good content. Yeah. Oh. Now I'm gonna go like get angry about all the things that aren't on Disney Plus. Join me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brandy Cilarello, where is it? Um. So. On the other side, so you are also a game writer. Yeah. Um, what is the last game you wrote? Or, like, what? Where, where are you in this process, I guess?
1: Yeah, so I will write and design for games uh, freelance. Mm-hmm. So I've written for a few games, um, and I am designing my first original game with a co-designer. Um, Ooh. So on that process, we are in the process of talking about it, but we are not—we don't have any like street data or anything yet. Um, mm-hmm. So and that's what been is street data.
0: Sorry. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that like the layout of like the the games? Sort
1: of? Oh, so street like a street date <laughs> like it'll be available on this day situation.
0: Ah, got it, got it, got it.
1: We don't have no. that yet. Um, we're mm-hmm. still doing playtesting and getting art done and oh. that sort of stuff. Um, but that's been, I mean, it's been really fun. I got into it because uh, I've wanted to write for games. And then my friend um, Adam runs Champ Gaming Company. Mm-hmm. And he had some games he was working on, wanted some writing done. So I wrote some stuff. I've written some scenarios for some of his games. So like players can run their own game. They're both tabletop RPGs. Uh mm-hmm. So you can run, like, your own story. Or if you're having a... You just want to, like, sit down and start playing with the rules, you can, like, run this story that I wrote.
0: Nice.
1: And I've done that for two of Adam's games. And then I am writing currently for a game called Brinkwood, which isn't out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm doing something similar. I'm writing a setting. It's So Brinkwood is a, like, medieval, like, gothic vampire game. I'm sold. Where you are trying <laughs> to, like overthrow these, like, evil vampire overlords. Ooh. I'm writing a setting where instead of, like, medieval European setting, it is 1960s America, and you're trying to stop these vampires from gentrifying a black community.
0: Ooh, I want to play that game, too. <laughs> That's cool. Um, what's your game about, can you say?
1: Yeah, so you are... So my game I'm working on with my friend Banana is... You are Love an adult... We don't have a name. (laughs)
0: No, I said love the name, Banana. Oh,
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Banana's amazing. Banana Chan on Twitter, everyone, go follow her. Um, Yes. You are an adult returning to a boarding school you went to. The name of the boarding school is Deimos Academy. Um, And you're returning to this boarding school to... There's, like, a reunion happening, you know? And your character may be going back for other reasons, but there's a reunion happening, so you're going back to the school. And you know the school. You always know the school was like weird, um, but you, as you play through the game, you discover that there is some sort of monster living under the school, um, and it's up to you and the other players to stop it.
0: Ooh, I would like to play that game as well. It'd be <laughs> like Buffy vibes, and I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty. It's like a horror tabletop mm-hmm. game. Um, it's GMless, so no one like runs the game. You and you and all the other people like make the story up together as you go. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah so it has like some horror elements some supernatural elements and I'm I'm loving making it and the playtests we've done have been fun Um, so I'm hoping we can hopefully soon I'll be able to talk more about it if you hit me up on Twitter you'll be in the know finger on the pulse
0: yeah I love it that is so cool and I feel so silly because I'm like you know I think before I had this thing like oh man I want to create a comic book but I don't know how to draw and now I'm, mm-hmm. like, but I, then I realize, like, oh, like, I can still write it and then, like, work with an artist. Mm-hmm. And, like, you are, like, making me realize, like, it's kind of the same thing for video games. It's like, oh, I want to know how to make this video game, but I can't, like, code or, like, right. create games or, like, design things as well as, you know, someone who does that for a job. And it's like, oh, I can still write it and, like, work with somebody like Banana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, um, mm-hmm. I also want to make a comic one day, but yeah, I, I was just, yeah. like. I know I can write pretty cool stuff, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I've always wanted to work on a game. I'm, I'm like, I'm terrible. I can't do art. I'm so bad at project management. Um, <laughs> so for Brinkwood, I'm just a freelancer. Like, I just got the gig. So they, they I like barely, I don't even work with them on design and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like get my writing assignment and send it in, and then get my draft back and send the Like, that's all I do for them. But, like, yeah. with Banana, it's just been really amazing, because she is a really good game designer and a really good project runner. Um, her game before this one, she's had a bunch of games, but most recently, she had a really successful Kickstarter for her game Jiangxi, which is, like, you play as a Chinese family uh, running a Chinese restaurant, but also fighting off vampires. Ooh. Lots
0: of I vampires. Love how these- yeah i was like i love how like the punchline is vampires like it's like two for one two i'm a big vampire fan
1: as mentioned earlier for blade episode uh Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: i tend to gravitate towards other vampires I'll, I'll, i want to work with the vampires
0: (laughs) yeah no i feel like that always adds like a extra element like there's this korean drama it's called um like vampire prosecutor or something and i just want to i want to watch it now like
1: (laughs) my head just spawned like Ace Attorney, but Vampire. Right,
0: exactly. And it's like, why? Like, yes, <laughs> give me that.
1: <laughs> He's like, objection, and his fangs pop out. <laughs> right. Blood.
0: <laughs> I'm hungry. Oh, uh, yeah. No, and I, I still haven't watched that K drama, actually, but I've always wanted to watch it. I have no idea what it's about, but I saw the title and I was like, I'm going to watch this. It can't be bad, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I haven't heard terrible things about it. I feel like on ep- it's probably like average. I mean, it got a it got a seven point eight on IMDb. I just mm. looked it up again just mm. to make sure. Eight point two on my drama list. I've heard good things about it. I just haven't uh haven't watched it yet. I need to get on that. It's on Prime. So mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay. Weekend plans. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's super cool though. I love it. Vampires. Taking down the system. <laughs> All the good things. Um, Speaking of, not vampires, but I guess maybe taking down inner systems mm-hmm. of emotional trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you are also a therapist. I am. Uh, what would you say is the biggest misconception about being a therapist? Or therapy?
1: Uh, You're not going to come have a revelation. That's, that's not what's going to... You're not, like... You're not going to have a revelation. You do need to go weekly. Um, I might ask you, how do you feel? Probably not like that. Mm-hmm. And there's, don't ask your therapist how long they think you should be there, because that's a question for yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Such a therapist thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You cannot like go to one session, and solve all your problems, and nah. then be done for the rest of your life.
1: Nah, there's not even even like if you leave, you'll probably be back again. That's just mm-hmm. the burden of having like higher cognitive thought.
0: Damn, that sounds so... <laughs> the burden of having <laughs> higher cognitive thoughts. Like, damn, these high cognitive thoughts.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's 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 a. Uh...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, we're we're out here to help you get through it. We're all just trying to get through it. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not scary. It's, it, it might be hard. Um, if you're thinking about going to therapy, do it. If you're not thinking about going to therapy, do it. Uh,
0: Fair.
1: everyone should try it out. And if it doesn't feel like a good fit for the therapist, find another one. Um, don't be afraid to ask about what they can do in terms to alleviate financial burden. Cause I know therapy is not cheap. Uh, If you don't have insurance or they can't take your insurance, like, some people have sliding scales, some people see you pro bono, um, some people put you on a payment plan. Like, don't be afraid to ask, because we're not afraid to talk about it. That's... Literally, no therapist is afraid to talk about things or they probably shouldn't be doing therapy. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: a fair question. That's a fair analysis. It's like, eh, I don't really feel like talking about uncomfortable things. It's like, you might be in the wrong... Profession, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and full disclosure, I uh, I see therapists, and it's awesome. So, totally promote mental health for all. Super,
1: super rad. I'm a therapist, yeah. and I go to therapy. Like, oh, come on now.
0: You got another exhibit thing going on. I, think, <laughs> I, put,
1: I put your therapist <laughs> in your therapy. What? Right.
0: Get you the premium therapy. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you're right, gotta be. You have to be good, and your clients can be good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. Do you have any advice for, um, anyone? You know, you do a lot of things, so I'm, like, advice for someone who wants to start a podcast, someone who wants to become a game writer and designer, or someone who wants to become a therapist, which is, like, very broad, (laughs) but Uh, this is your life.
1: Yeah, I do a lot of shit. Um, Mm -hmm. I do too much. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, just do it, honestly, like... If you want to start a podcast, there are so... Like, even the way we're doing this podcast right now, I've never seen this platform to record podcasts. This isn't how I do it at all. This yeah. is great. Um, So just, like, go do it. Go, go like, Google how to set up... Go download, like, Anchor. Anchor is, like, a free app from Spotify that you can record your podcast right on your phone and then upload it. Um, just do it. Just, like, you have an idea for a podcast? Someone probably wants to listen to it. Um... Don't do it thinking you'll be, like, the next McElroy family or the next, like, Night Vale or any, like, you, you probably, maybe you will be. That'd be amazing. And if you do, make sure you give me my producer credits right now. Um, <laughs> but even if you don't, make your podcast, tell your friends about it, tell your family. Like, people will be excited because you're excited. Um, mm-hmm. When we made uh, Secret Histories and Their Mysteries, we didn't think it would, like, we're on a network, we didn't plan. It. We were fine that we would release our podcast and the same 10 friends would listen to it. That was, like, it's just... We're just having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just do it. Same thing for game writing. Like, I started writing games when I tweeted, like, I want to write for a game. And my friend Adam was like, you want to write for my game? <laughs> nice. And Banana was like, you want to make a game? Like, I, that's it. I just just was like i want to do it and you'll probably find work to do it or you could make your own game it's again just like you have an idea to make a game do it you don't have to make it some big flashy thing it doesn't have to come in some nice box like making pdfs and google docs is free facts facts uh Therapy's harder. Uh, you gotta go to a lot of school. and can't just do it. It's, it's a lot of work, and there are multiple tests and licensure exams you must pass to do so. <laughs> but if you can get through all of that, then congratulations, you're now a therapist. I believe if you have the pull towards therapy, you should attempt. I will not say it's as easy as just doing it. Grad school is a lot of work. And <laughs> passing these exams has been a lot of work. Um... So there's like hurdles and financial struggles and so I'm not I'm not going to shoot that off the hip and say just do it. I would say maybe contact the university you're thinking about going to and have a discussion.
0: Sounds like a good plan.
1: Or you can hit me <laughs> up on Twitter. My DMs are open oh. and you can ask me about my experience and see if it's something you want to do. That's, that's very nice. Or a, if you know if you know of someone that's a therapist in your life like ask, like interview them.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I do know therapists. I mean, not that I want to become a therapist, but that is cool. Um, And what would you say outside of Sailor Moon are some of your favorite anime? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Hmm. Like all-time favorite? Yeah, sure. Okay, so my top four, because we got one already.
0: Okay, uh, the top is... five.
1: Is no in no particular order. Well, no. So tied at the top, and then it's in some particular order. But tied at the top are Fully Cooley and Erica Seven,
0: Ooh.
1: um, which I will watch those at any point in time,
0: mm-hmm. ever,
1: forever. Um, you got Cowboy Bebop, yes, and you got King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you considering that an anime, or is that just one of your favorite shows that you can stop and watch at any time? Uh,
1: King of the <laughs> Hill is a very rudimentary American anime. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious because it is very random.
1: Um, no, Sometimes. okay. Uh, Samurai Champloo.
0: <laughs> but okay,
1: I do. Re- I just wanted to put out there. I also really love King of the Hill. Everybody. Um, got gotcha. Yeah, it's it's Champloo, Bebop, Erica Seven, and Fully Coolie are tied at like the top spot. Um, mm-hmm. and then uh, because I see Eureka Seven and Fully Coolly is sharing one spot,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um, I just lost the name of it. It's floating it's on the tied. wind.
0: Oh, it's a new one.
1: Okay. Uh, one. Demon Slayer.
0: Ooh, I still haven't caught up to that. I need to do that.
1: It's pretty good. It's hard. It's like, I always leave a slot in my top five for something new. Because like mm-hmm. Demon Slayer is ongoing, like we have twenty five episodes, or twenty six right. episodes, and a movie that isn't out for the U.S. yet to watch in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Well, I could like d- illegally download it, but I'm not. I don't recommend. I don't. I don't do that. Come on now. Yeah. I, if, if I am an adult with income, I will pay money and watch it when I can.
0: Yeah, we we can wait a little bit. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. I think my um my new anime slot is uh, My Hero Academia. Ooh yeah that's a right good now. One. Yeah. But um but like so yeah. I like that though. I think I I do that but I was doing it subconsciously. It just
1: makes sense, you know? Like you don't wanna
0: Yeah like
1: someone's like, What are your favorite anime? You say the five same like five anime your whole life, like hmm. Like I gotta keep it fresh. I gotta what are the kids into, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> stay young, stay hip. <laughs> still gotta, I still gotta
1: check out this Fire Force everyone keeps tweeting about.
0: Me too. And keep keep talking about jujitsu Kaisen, which apparently has oh, been out for a little while. I haven't even heard
1: about it. Oh my god. I'm getting yeah. old. I haven't even heard about that one yet.
0: Same. Every time I'm like, what are the kids talking about today?
1: <laughs> I have friends who, like, not this year, uh, but, mm-hmm. like, that do artist booths at cons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they'll always, like, There'll be, like, a three-week period where they ask me to hunker down with them. Like, all right, we got to figure out what anime kids are watching so I can make fan out
0: of it for the oh, booth. Oh, that's genius.
1: <laughs> like, get, go into, like, Twitter tags, like, what are <laughs> what are the kids watching, you know? Because, like, <laughs> they all do original work, of course, but, like, when you're an artist right. alley at a con, you're, like, you got to have, like, the one fan art print.
0: Yeah, no, you have to end something that, like, everyone or a lot of people are into.
1: Especially because it pulls people in, you know? Because mm-hmm. they'll see, like, your... My hero print. they're like, oh, look at this original.
0: Right. That's so funny. I never thought of it. Because whenever I see art, I just assume the person's a fan of it. But I never thought of it as just like a, a marketing ploy. They
1: might be. But I've... <laughs> yeah. I will not uh put my friends on blast. But I've been oh, no. behind yeah. many a booth helping people manage like sales and stuff where they they have like surface level seen enough for like a quick transaction chat. Yeah. Like the same four talking points.
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's all you need, really.
1: Yeah, look, you're not going to be here long. And if you're going to be here long, you better spend more money.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, no, I mean, it could be both, too, but I just never... I, I'm I'm way too innocent sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, they love this. Yeah. And it's like, nope, nope, money. Um,
1: I, they're like, I love this. I'm like, yes, as they take your 20. Yeah, I do love this. Right. I, this yeah. is great. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> This is wonderful. This is amazing. This 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 thing that will pay my bills and rent. This this table is not free, (laughs) right? (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, and then just like Sailor Moon had her Sailor Moon says phrase at the end of every episode. Mm. What would your phrase be? So Sailor Austin says. Oh
1: man, this is so much power.
0: Yeah. Dear sign off.
1: I know. Uh, Sailor Austin says respect black women.
0: Ooh, I like that. It's always a good one. <laughs> Trust black women, respect black women. <laughs> listen to black women. Protect black women. Protect black women. It, it always works. It's Absolutely. always perfect. Every single time. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> and what is next for you and where can people find you?
1: Uh next for me is just keep uh plugging away at my own podcasts. Um we have some Fun stuff planned this year to be on the lookout for. Um, hoping to launch this game that I'm working on with Banana, like I talked about earlier. Um, and people can find me over on Twitter. I'm at Sailor Scout Austin. That's at Sailor S C T Austin. Because as I said, the full scout's taken.
0: Darn you, Sailor Full Scout Austin. They are you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they can find me on Twitter and come you know, come hang out. Uh, any anything I'm gonna do, I have a thread like a pin post that I update with like current projects so can always check that out see what I'm where I'm at and where I'll be at throughout the weeks and months
0: cool and you're on Twitch as well we didn't really get to talk about it but
1: oh uh, I don't have my own channel but yeah you yeah. can find me uh, over there on make believe TV I think it is the channel make believe live uh, Got it. make believe live you can find me there as Leon on Waverly Summer. Um, I don't. We have announced season two, but not a release date yet. So you can find me there. Season two starts soon. Catch up on season one while you can, and um, again, keep keep your eyes peeled on my Twitter. Uh, and I'll let you know when season two is starting officially.
0: Awesome. Thanks. And yeah, once again, I am Victoria L Johnson, host of the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. And you can find me at Miss Old School. It's Old School with a K on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, at Mooney's Club, you can find the podcast at Mooney's Club on Twitter and Mooney's underscore Club on Instagram. And we also have merch at Mooney's Club dot com. So if you guys, see we're Sailor Moon fans looking for some Senshi and or villain merch, we have that. <laughs> and thanks, Austin. Yeah, thank
1: mm-hmm. you. The, was, the merch is really cool, everybody. I'm planning a really sick spring outfit with some of the merch, so. Ooh,
0: I can't wait to see that definitely tag me (laughs) (laughs) for
1: sure yeah thanks for having me sorry
0: (laughs) no you're good thanks for coming on the show yeah
1: of course